and gentlemen, broadcasting from an undisclosed location somewhere in the greater Boston area. This is Bamboozle.Boston, the only New England podcast show that combines two of your favorite things, specifically drinking and music, into an unforgettable user-friendly experience. Join us as we educate you on the chemistry, history, successes, and failures of some of your favorite alcoholic beverages, with on-air sampling, live music, and special guest appearances. But wait, there's more! Hang on, because we're diving headfirst into the world of music and pop culture as it relates to the finer things about alcohol, its origins, proper way to consume, all rolled up into one very convenient podcast. Hey, Sean. What, Mike? What do you call a group of skunks drinking tequila? Oh, God, what? Stinko de Mayo. Are you kidding me? Wait. Cinco de Mayo, the only holiday where we celebrate binge drinking and cultural stereotypes. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, there's yeah. also St. Patrick's yeah. Day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the only. <laughs> Here to inform, to inspire, and to imbibe are your hosts, Mike Grady and Sean Cochran. Welcome to Bamboozle.Boston. G-Money. Sean Cochran, how you yeah, doing? buddy. How you doing, hey? I'm doing just fine, thank you. So that was like one joke. You did the one, the one, the stinky joke. Which no, you- and then Cinco de Mayo, the only holiday. You know what? Okay, fine. You want another one? This is how we're going to roll in. What, do you have like just more kicking around? I got more kicking around. I got one for I mean, you. The, the, the Hawaiian ones last week were, were ridiculously <laughs> silly and, and funny. I mean, the skunk one, I liked it. It was good. Cinco de Mayo, as if I needed an excuse to get wasted on tequila. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that would be that would be my statement. Sure. So, wait, one more. Yeah, go ahead. Remember, Cinco de Mayo just isn't about drinking margaritas. It's also about eating tacos, burritos, and quesadillas. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Ugh. All right, I'm sorry I asked. And to all our, our Mexican friends, we know it's so much more than that. We're of, just having a good time, and we love the holiday. We're right now. What are we doing right now? Well, we're drinking tequila. Okay, look we, at that. I grabbed, oh. I grabbed three different tequilas, but what, don't, what do you want to do? Are we going to get... Uh, oh, I think I know exactly what we got to do. Here we go. Booze log it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Booze, the first frontier. Ay, ay, ay. These are the voyages of Bamboozle.Boston. Booze date, Wednesday, May 5th, 2021. Happy Cinco de Mayo! Yeah! Join us as we explore all types of alcoholic beverages, bringing history, cockeyed perspective, and to boldly go where so many fine human beings have already gone before. Tonight's booze, hey, you guessed it, tequila. Welcome to the Booze Log. Nice! Well, that was, that was kind of a little different. We still have brass in this music here, which is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So we're drinking. You know what? You brought, I, I laughed tonight because here you come down the steps from the bamboozle.boston <laughs> kitchens. and <laughs> the, bar, the bar area. The bar area. And you come down with three different kinds of tequila. Yeah, we, I kind of mixed it up a little bit tonight. Uh, we, we Well, I brought down. Well, two. Uh, oh. Whoa! What happened? Oh, I spilled. Oh, don't spill that on the on the computer. Not that I care about the computer. I don't want you wasting tequila. Don't waste the tequila. <laughs> <laughs> so our our old friend Revel still got some of the silver kicking around. So Ooh. we started with that, which is probably a good idea. Yes, because that is um, smooth. It is a silver. It um, it doesn't have the the barrel aged uh, flavor to it, which is which is okay. You don't have to get it every time, right? Um, I really don't do a lot of silver, but this one is um, this one's pretty good. I mean, we've always loved the Revel. Oh, it's so phenomenal, the Revel, smooth as can really, be. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. 
So if you want to check out, I don't know what, remember what podcast that was. That was a little ways back. Which, oh, we have some Rebel? very in-depth reviews of Revel. I don't know if I can look that up. I yeah. Mean, this is all about... Look on the interwebs. Uh, hold on. See if I can find it. Beady, beady. You know, it's... What is it? Is it... I hear like a drum machine, like a somebody. Oh, they got all kinds of stuff. This is like sort of like electro uh, mariachi. Electro. I mean, I, I like it. So it's. I find it interesting. I, I've related the story once before and again. When I came back from California back in 2015, you and I met at on the border. Not a day or two after I had gotten into town. And this was when that was the first time you had introduced me to drinking tequila with one ice cube, as really? opposed to shooting it like I did in college. I, I just I don't I never understood trying to get around tequila by drinking it rapidly. Well, I didn't. Well, because I was always drinking the cheap stuff. Okay, I'll give you that. You know, but, well, I I brought a bottle of cheap stuff down. Oh. Kind of. I mean, I you know. So I, there's a bottle over here. The whole, uh, uh, I can't even. That's say. easy for you to say. I know. Seriously, right? <laughs> Jose Cuervo. It's the black <sighs> medallion. Ooh. I found this tucked in the back of the uh, bamboozled bar. Stocked <laughs> in the. So we're gonna try that. I'm, I might. I might get into that after this one. What do you got there? What's this music? <laughs> kind of went on to something else. <laughs> it sounds like. Like Gilligan's Island meets, uh, <laughs> what is that? What's it? What's the title of it? It's called Abaya Mi Kumbaya. Okay, so this would be like if if the Gilligan's Island cast was was Mexican. <laughs> Doesn't it sound like that? It totally does. It totally does. <laughs> Sit right back and you hear a tale. <laughs> I can, I, listen, I love. I I got Mexican friends, and I they're, the, they're some of the best people. <sighs> Absolutely. So we just. Hey, they can pick on us when it comes to St. Patrick's Day. Oh, so, boy. And they and, got a lot of material. And we material. deserve it. And we deserve it. There's plenty of material. So we're not really picking on them. But, but um, I could thank them for the uh, tequila. That's oh, my gosh. Sure. Yes. All right. Let's see. What else we got here? So, Mike, you, you want to do a, like a little description of um, what Cinco de Mayo is? Ooh, yeah. You know what? Let's, you know, uh, let's I bring think that that's music down. Important. I think it's really important that people understand what it was really all about. So... <laughs> Let's talk a little bit, my friends, because all of you have the wrong impression of what Cinco de Mayo is. Cinco de Mayo, as you probably guessed from the name, is a holiday celebrated on May 5th. When you think of Cinco de Mayo, you may think of tacos, tons of tequila, but do you know the real reason we celebrate it? Well, unfortunately, 60% of the Americans did not, Americans did not know the correct answer to this question. Why? is Cinco de Mayo celebrated. Many confuse the holiday as Mexican Independence Day. It's not. It's not. It is a day meant to celebrate the victory of a single battle that the Mexican army had over France at the Battle of Puebla. Mm. In 1861, Benito Juarez, the president of Mexico, caused conflict when he stopped paying interest that he owed to several countries, including France. In response, the French army tried to take over Mexico in response and won the first battle, capturing the city of Campecha. Okay. Victory came back to Mexico when General Ignacio Zaragoza Seguin led 4,000 men against the French army of 8,000 men and won the Battle of Puebla on May 5th, 1862. 
That victory is celebrated on Cinco de Mayo. Huh. And there you go. Okay. All right. 18, what'd you say? 1860? 1862. And <clears throat> as Roller Cronkite used to say, and that's the way it was. That's the way it was. So I'm just looking at <coughs> some of the, um, what do you get there? <laughs> that is so, some of the music is so bizarre, right? It is a little um, unusual. Well, this is called Cha Capella. Cha Capella. So I'm looking at some of the weapons that they used back in the day because I kind of like that stuff. And, okay. And um, a lot of British and American stuff. So you said 1862. Is that what you said? 1862. 1862. So uh, let's see. They they had the blunderbuss. Remember that one? That was from the 1700s. That I do. Was the, the blunderbuss. Yeah. That's Oof. like the, the shotgun with the, with the big wide open. I mean, God knows if they were using that during that uh event but i doubt it and then they had let's say the muskets of course uh and it was a british what do they call it a british land pattern musket brown bess maybe for bessie i'm not sure oh okay. they had the uh and they, I mean, again this is like early 1700s and they had a british c um c service pistol Mm, very um, nice. And let's see the uh, Baker rifle, and that looks like it was a flint uh, one as well, muzzle loading service rifle. And the last one that I can see that might have been in it was the uh, Remington um, eighteen fifty eight Army six shot. <laughs> what is this guy? Look at his eyebrows. <laughs> I mean, they, they got some great. I mean, some of the Mexican music really is so, Pretty so good. So, Mike, where did the. Um, at what point did brass get involved with, you know, some of. I mean, I mean, brass has been everywhere for forever. But. So, every country has had, or I'd prefer to say, let's say, culture. Every culture has created strings, percussion. Woodwinds and brass in one capacity or another in different ways. Um, so, when you think about the country of Australia, the country of Mexico, but when it came down to it, a lot of them had, even though they were all disconnected, had a tendency to kind of create the same types of instruments. So, what did so? I mean, like what year? Do you what, what year was the 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 a horn, a brass horn instrument. Oh, invented. you could go all the way back to you could go all the way back to the Middle Ages, or actually, yeah, the Middle Ages, because they would just have a single, they would have a single tubed horn, like usually a, like used. A, a lot of times, it was used in battle. Okay, first before it was like used a bugle. In music. Yeah, like, a bugle. Like a, a bugle, bugle doesn't have any any notational. It does, but it's very limited. It just has one overtone series. That's it. Okay, but it's most mostly lip service at that point. That's changing right. the pitch, and there's and no valves. So it was yeah. only later on when they started adding valves. And you know, one of the oldest brass instruments is the trombone, or also known as the sack butt. What's it called? The sack butt. Now, why would they? Because that's a terrible that's name a bastardization that. of the actual French word. Because um, America does really well taking and mangling other I guess cultures. That's how did. That sounds terrible. I'm not going to play a sack butt. That's like a, out of a dirty movie or something. That's a, <laughs> like a rusty, tr- like a rusty trombone. That's in another oh. abomination of a. Of a- <laughs> oh my gosh! So wait, so wait, hold on for a second. So let's put Vincente here on hold for a second. And this is what you got right here. Wait, let me turn this up. We get a scene. Sack butt. 
It doesn't sound any better. It doesn't sound any better. I thought that it would be a slight. It's an early trombone. It was used in Renaissance music. Can you have her say that one more time, please? Sack butt. She, can she do it slower? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, just kidding. Wait. Ass hat. <laughs> Now, why do they give the guy the yet? I don't know. Can you I just imagine like, having to record these things? It's terrible. <laughs> so the they guy. had somebody sit in the studio and like com- always constantly pronounce these Oss words. Ass hot. Everybody's favorite. Penis. <laughs> All right, we're eight years old now. Oh <laughs> Let's get back to the horn thing. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Sorry, sorry. I, I really, ha- I, I, that's what happens. You start getting into these pronunciations. And because we want to make sure it's equal opportunity for both genders. Vagina. Okay, there we go. All right, now that we got that out of the way. <laughs> All right, let's pull. Hey, finish your tequila. Uh, we're, yeah, well, we're apparently I've already had too much. We're, we're, seriously. <laughs> so anyway, yes, the uh, the the trombone, the brass instruments, all of them. And if you go to different countries, they created different types of string instruments, brass instruments, percussion instruments. But they and and eventually over time, specific ones were used. The ones that could keep the best tonality. A lot of them came out of centri- uh, came out of Europe. When you're talking about when the orchestra was formed, and we're, we're looking at the Renaissance and classical period. So, uh, brass has been around for hundreds of years. Okay. It's only when they decided to go on standard tuning, you know, across the board, A440 is when everything started matching up. Yeah. It was actually, um, wait, I got to make sure I have this correct, but it was um, Bach, the well-tempered clavier, if I remember correctly, um, it was the first time that it had something in all major 24 major and minor keys so that was the f- the first instrument that actually was able to address a, a whole spectrum of you know the well it was piano, it, guess, you know because what would you would end up having is that you would have different instruments created and they would all be tuned slightly different okay and so over time what had to have is they had to have a standard a so, standardization so people could jam together exactly so yeah. when a cl- what that clarinet in that you know clarinet and trumpet they right. both play the same notes. Get on that. Finish it. We're going to move on. Oh, we got to move on. Time for a little more. Oh, I got to eat some of this bamboozle ice out of here. It all froze to itself. So, um, the French, huh? That was the Testicle. Whole... <laughs> okay, all right. Well, you might as well just carry on. <laughs> I can't. I know. I, I just can't stop right, now. Just, 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 just keep going. <laughs> all right. Let's try this, uh... This is goat urine, as far as I, I mean. Oh. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna beat it up. Let's try it first. This is the uh, Jose Cuervo Black Medallion. I don't even know where this came from. This might have been just kicking around from. Uh, hold on. Let's try this. Anus. <laughs> okay. Let's. Uh, okay. I'm done. <laughs> the hell you are. You're gonna. You're gonna keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, uh, let's, let's see. Oh, I have exactly the one you had. Look. Oh, nice. I like those guys. Those guys are pretty good. <clears throat> those guys are pretty good. All right, hold on. 
<laughs> it sounds like a little flat. Knock, knock. Who's there? Juan. Juan who? Juan to go out for margaritas on Cinco de Mayo? Okay, this is getting out of hand. I thought... All right, jeez. No, that's all right. No, that's, that's good. No, it's not. It Bienvenidos terrible. a todos al embaucado, Boston. What did that? What's that mean? I, I, I'm, I'm translating it. So it said. Oh, let's play it one more time. Ready? Oh, I'm going to turn it down a little bit here. Bienvenidos a todos al embaucado, Boston. It's, it says, "Welcome everyone to bamboozle.boston." That's fantastic, right? I yes. just thought of that. So Google Translate. That's Google Translate. Thank you, Google. So I'm going to do. Um, let's see what this sounds like. Ashat. It sounds the same in Spanish when you say Oh, oh my God. <laughs> it's terrible. All right, let's stay focused. Let's try this. <coughs> Ready? Let's try this uh, black medallion. Ugh, I'm already sick thinking about Come it. Come on, it can't be that bad. It's going to be... Okay. Smell it. How is it? Oh, my God. That is absolutely horrendous. Ooh. Oh. oh. Now, um... Yeah, that's a little weird. That's well. But now we got to finish it. Yes. Now we got. <laughs> well, this is this this show has already gone to hell. I see what you're doing over there. This is going to be terrible. Dan Gorgoran envía su amor. Play it again because I had your volume. Dan Gorgoran envía su amor. Says Sean Cocker and sends his love. She said my name really funny. She did. Let's try mine. Because we have to make sure that I send my love as well. Here we go. Michael Grady envía su amor. Ooh, that sounds wicked. That sexy. does sound pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... Mike Grady es un idiota. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh! And I totally deserve that. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay, okay. Do you see what? It, do you know what he said? What did she said? It said, said Mike Grady is an asshat. <laughs> That's terrible. Really? How about this? Sean Corcoran tiene un pene pequeño. That's terrible. Come on. Come on. All right. I'll stop. All Sorry. Right, all right. All right. Uh, see what happens. This is what happens on this podcast. It goes south. Hey. A Mike Grady le gusta el trombón oxidado. Oh, God. That's oxidado. Oh. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's right. get back. Let's yeah, get yeah, back let's, to the tequila. Let's focus. Let's all right, focus. So, all right, so that's the uh, Jose Cuervo. So we've never really featured Black Medallion. Any 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 Jose Cuervo at all ever? And and I can't imagine that we ever will. Uh, I mean, there's there's got to be just all right. Just for fun, I'm going to look something up here. Um, that is not the best. Uh, what is an old uh, old man river Mexican tequila? So Oak Barrel Signature Blend. Of course, they all say that. Um, I'm not quite sure what was in the oak barrel before they made this. Uh, motor, motor oil. Oh, boy. Do, do, do. It's, um, it's almost, to me, it's almost acidic in the flavor. Okay. That's how I feel when I tasted it. I was like, and I don't know if I can finish it or not. Sure, of course you can. Yeah, so let's go with... 
Have you ever had um, Don Julio 1940, uh, 1942? Oh my gosh, no. You've never had 1942? I, I, we should have grabbed some of that. It's like 130 bucks a bottle. Oh, sure. <clears throat> but it's really good stuff. Uh, the Casa Noble is, uh, we, we, we were drinking that We've last that night. We've had that before, yeah. On, uh, on, on May the 4th. Well, is that what we had last night? We were drinking Casanova. You Casa just kept Noble. putting it in front of me, so I was... Just keep drinking it, yeah. <laughs> keep drinking it until you can't drive, and then... Well, that's why Sally decided she'd to be... drive? Yeah, she's, she's, yeah. yeah, she's wicked smart. She is wicked smart. Yeah, this is, um... I mean, it's not terrible. I'm okay with it. All right, I'm going to take a second taste, and I'll Have let enough, you know. Please, please do. Please do. Yeah! Mm-hmm. I was looking up a bunch of different things, like some of the, you know, you notice the, like in the old um, Clint Eastwood cowboy movies, Yep, they always had the most vicious Mexican um, in, um, villain. Yes, they did. And, um, but the, you know what? Whenever they rolled into town, they were always having like parties and they had beautiful weddings. I mean, that was a, they would always showcase some of that as well. So right. <clears throat> uh, let's see. You know, just like St. Patrick's Day, it, it, it what I'm reading here, it looks like uh, Cinco de Mayo was more popularly celebrated in the United States than mm. in Mexico. Imagine that. Why don't we just take something and beat the death out of it? Which we typically do. That, we, that's just what America does. By the way, this is completely legit. Okay. Oh, you got to turn the volume up on that one. Oh. oh. The, the music probably dominates. It does. The feed on that I want to make sure that they all, because this is legitimate, which is simply this. Bambusle postonama a los mexicanos. Well, there you go. That was that was very nice. I decided to get out of the gutter stuff and get real. Good. Good. <laughs> now let's let's. Uh, so if we would if we were to, can I do this? I don't know. What can you do? You know what? Just for, okay. for our, our our. Whoa! There's a volume. There's a volume bar at the bottom of the. So okay. you can so you can turn the YouTube down. I'm just saying. You can turn the YouTube down. <laughs> Will this do this? Oh, let's play. Let's listen to this. This is this is a quick little explanation of. El cinco de mayo, pronunciado cinco e mao en México, español para el cinco de mayo, es una celebración anual que se lleva a cabo el cinco de mayo. Se observa la fecha para conmemorar la victoria del ejército mexicano sobre el imperio francés en la batalla de Puebla, el 5 de mayo de 1862, bajo la dirección del general Ignacio Zaragoza. 1. 2. La victoria de la fuerza mexicana más pequeña contra una fuerza francesa más grande fue un impulso moral para los mexicanos. Zaragoza murió meses después de la batalla debido a una enfermedad. Un año después de la batalla, una fuerza francesa más grande wow. derrotó al ejército mexicano en really? la segunda batalla de Puebla, y la Ciudad de México pronto cayó en manos de los invasores. 
This has been brought to you by Google Translate. Google Translate. So I, I just did a copy paste, and this is a classic case of. It, that was like a small paragraph that I copied and pasted. I noticed that. And holy smokes, she had a lot to say. The a translation lot. was a, had a lot of a lot of extra stuff to it, which I could appreciate. I don't know why I don't know why they do that, but it makes sense. But I'm, I'm probably the most ignorant person, seriously. <laughs> no, no. Well, it depends on where you, you know. What's the toughest? Because I play video games and like some of the some of the things that come out of Japan. They say the toughest thing is translating from Japanese to English. That makes sense. It's difficult. Very difficult. I watched a Korean, um, the thrilling thriller movie on the way back from Hawaii, right? Oh. And it was called Ashfall. It was actually pretty good. It, you know what? It, you know what exactly it was like. It was just like um, what was the Bruce Willis movie when they had to plant the bomb in the asteroid? Oh, um, oh gosh, that was uh, with with Liv Tyler and um, Affleck and and uh, Aerosmith did the soundtrack. Yes. Uh, did the big song from it. What the heck is it? Oh, God, I'm such a dunce. Do, 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 do. But anyways, so um, Ashfall. Was it was a Korean movie and it had uh, English subtitles and the movie was fantastic by the way, they they did an amazing job mm-hmm. and um, but the translation Armageddon Armageddon that's what it was Armageddon Armageddon so uh, the, the translation was terrible and to read because you knew what they were saying like they would drop like a almost like an f bomb or something mm-hmm. and it would they would supplement the word with garbage. Or like if, if calling somebody an asshole, it would just say you're such a you're such a garbage, and that was you're the translation. Such a garbage. Like, she did not say garbage. Whoever did the translation was trying to be trying to be nice. You are such a garbage. You are such a garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Brutes magoots. So, anyways, um, that was pretty cool though. I, it's it's interesting to think how they're beginning to create automatic devices that will translate for you on the fly. I've used it before. Um, where the hell were we? Uh, where were we? we? I forget where we were, but uh, it might have been it might have been Mexico, to be honest with you. Mm. And I was using it to order whatever food, and it and it actually worked. You just kind of speak into it, and it flips it and does the opposite. That's awesome. Yeah. So. Because God forbid any American learn more than English, which they barely have a hard they right. have a hard time. And they learning. can't even Just, say that. No. So it's it's really good for us to be able to travel abroad so that we can uh you know be able to at least communicate with people right. properly. I know. We we, we are very it's uh, you know, as long, it, we're not speaking really loud because remember the louder you speak the better they understand. Of you. course. <laughs> right. And then you then you try to speak in English in the, but you try to put their accent to it. Oh, That's yeah. probably the most ignorant thing that I think that that we as uh English speaking people can do. Oh my gosh, yes. It's terrible. But whatever. However, yes. I'm listening. The second language spoke throughout the entire world is English. English. Yeah. It's funny how everybody else is taught English. <laughs> well, you know why? Because they know uh, uh, the English speaking people are pretty ignorant and they're not going to learn their language exactly. so they kinda, if they're going <laughs> to yes, communicate that's it that's it they, they kind of have to learn the english which that's i'm which, so when i when i meet bilingual people oh i'm amazed i am i'm amazed and and i'm je- i'm really jealous you know you know another thing was the united states was so stubborn we're so stubborn that the rest of the world use metric and we still don't can you imagine that 
Seriously, does 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 Britain use metric? Yes, it does. And they wrote the the, the king's measurements. Quarts, gallons. Yeah, it's so stupid. Inches, yeah. inches. Yeah, we I don't st- know why we, we we stuck with it. When I was a kid, a little bit earlier than when you were a kid, they had a whole program called Think Metric. I th- and I think I remember that. And it was all over the place. Mm-hmm. And they, nobody, nope, never happened. Nobody wanted to change to use How do it. we know the two liter bottle? Because it's how our soda comes in. Right. <laughs> and that's the only reference I have. So, so something that makes me a fatter American, that's my <laughs> reference to that measurement. <laughs> fatter American? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, uh, so let's see. I really love the music because it's so they get that that um, you know that major third with the sharp five. Are you sure about that, Sean? Is that right? Yeah, that's I, I call it the the Spanish Phrygian. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you you know you 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 do a uh, you just sharp the one. Do, 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 and there it is. You know what Dude, I mean? You're getting into modal talk. Dude, That's I'll get badass. into modal talk. I'll go get that a, is bad I'll, ass I'll go, right I'll go there. there. I'm going to go get a guitar. Hold on. Well, if you go get a guitar, I happen to have a trombone over here. So, everybody, Sean has left to go find his guitar. I can hear it. What's going on in there? Hold on. Okay. Thank you. Hold on. What are you tuning it to? A440 or some uh, detuning nightmare? I get it? I might be flat. Get it? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I might be flat. Uh. Is that a B-shap? <laughs> it's funny thing is, that's one note that I've never seen used. Hold on. Okay. Sean's back. I'm going to go grab something. Oh, okay. So I was talking about some of the Spanish. I mean, everybody knows the old... Uh... This is way out of tune still. Yeah. Wow. Oh my god, this is covered in like paint. It's, it's t- you know what it is? It's just dust from the yeah. the bamboozle studio. For the bamboozle studios. So that I was talking about the the major I should get a plug to plug this in. Well that's 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 like a Egyptian too. Am I out of, am I not a foot forty? Oh no, it's probably me. This horn's wicked old. Ooh, is it? And you get that, what do you call that thing? The F, F drop flip device mechanism thing? It's called an F attachment. F attachment? Okay. An F U attachment. An F U attachment? Yeah. I'm, I don't know if I'm sharp or you're flat. Or, well, I'm sure it's maybe a tell what I'm the sure heck I'm is flat. going on. You know? <laughs> right? Like, that's that's exactly it. That's it. Look at you. Come on. Come on, son. 
Let's see if I put, I'll put this down a little low here. Go ahead, do something. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds this guitar needs work. Sounds like a sitar. Alright, well that was amazing. So now that we've we've if people could unsubscribe from us, that was officially why they would do that, yes. But that was fun anyways. Please find our unsubscribe. Please find our uns. And if you if you gave us five stars prior, find a way to retract them. (laughs) That's just the unsubscribe button. The uns. I gotta. Boy, I need practice. I am. You need practice. You know what? I can I can see if we if if Aaron was listening to this right now, she'd be like, "They're going off the rails, off the rails." <laughs> off the rails. Well, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do some speed picking real quick. Matt, Matt Bishop would be like, "Dude, you suck." <laughs> Oop. Oop. Speaking of Matt Bishop, do you realize I've never heard him play? Really? I've always heard him comment. On everything. On everything, but I've never heard the he, man play. In fact, I wasn't sure if he was a musician when I first no, met he's, him. No, he's an unbelievable guitar player. Nice. And, and, he, and he's, he's a great writer, too. Like, uh, in, um, I, don't, I don't know if he really? sings much, but he he writes amazing, like, uh, instrumental music. So well, that's him, awesome. Him and Linda used to used to be in a, in a, in a duo together ever, forever and a half ago. Uh, wait, Matt they Bishop? Were, Matt Bishop, yeah. Oh, I thought it was, um, what's his name? Who's the the other guitar player? Um, Gosh. Jimi Hendrix. No, not Jimi Hendrix. Um, Local guy, local guy. Oh, Robbie Barton. Oh, yeah, Robbie Barton, yeah. She was in something with Robbie Barton. Linda, have you talked to her lately? I have not talked to Linda in a while. I I miss Linda. Linda. Yeah, I was wondering how she was doing. Hey, if it wasn't for Linda, I wouldn't have my gig. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Lots, Lots to be thankful for. Yes. All right, let me get rid of this thing because I'm, I'm a hack. <laughs> All, right, All right, carry on. <coughs> All right. All right. You no, know we should do switch. I'll play the trombone, and you play. <laughs> oh boy, that could be a problem. Right. I love this music. What do you got? How's your um, your your um, Jose Cuervo uh, tequila treating you? Because we we have to move on to the to the, the the best of them all. Ooh, okay. As far as I'm concerned, I mean the Revels, very very good. But um, I'll be right back. Okay. As you continue carrying on. So um, don't fall in the hole, Mike. Sorry. 
Oh, you is that what you did? You dumped it. You just dumped that out. Holy Toledo! You just dumped out booze. This some poor guy sitting under a cactus. Under, dying, really, really under a cactus Dying for a drink And you just poured tequila out Let's not get I like the stereotype Under a cactus Well I was going to say oh, on Wearing a, a sombrero Wearing a sombrero <laughs> <laughs> Or I could Now if this was St. Patrick's Day I'd be like There's some poor guy Laying next to a sheep Smoking a cigarette Wishing he had a drink well, I'm Irish. I can make fun of my own. That's true. My own Irishness. Oh, well, that's right. I'm Italian. I got a bunch of stuff. I'm sure you do. Sure oh, oh yeah. Um. So yes, we need to move on to the Casa Amigos. That is the Casa Amigos, but that is the uh, Reposado. Reposado. So when I first met the uh, Casa Amigos, it was the Anejo that I that I really liked, and I think that it may have changed. Okay. Or maybe it's my COVID taste buds. I can't tell. But Wait. the uh, Reposado. Hey, speaking of that, yeah. have you got your taste back? No, I never lost my taste. Oh, it's your smell. My smell got a little funny. Mm. So I smell funny. Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I don't know what happened. I, I think I think I just had a cold. Right. Well, I mean, you got the testing, and the testing pointed in the direction that it was just a cold. I got several tests. Yes, I had uh, four tests in a row, and three of them said what? And three of them that were negative. The and one ones. of the most important ones was the molecular test. Well, the molecular one was said I was negative. There you go. And the first PCR test came back as a positive. PCR is garbage. So that's that's where I'm at, right? right. So the PCR the PCI is garbage. So they tried screwing me out of my vacation, and they didn't succeed. But I probably had COVID anyways. Just join really? the club. Just getting just join the ranks. Now I'm done with it. Hey, hey, hey. All right, let's open this other one. What are those? Are those fourths or fifths? Come on, Mike. Where's your music ring? They're thirds. I think they move. They go back and forth. Thirds and fifths. Thirds and fifths, right? <laughs> How many horns? Right there. Two. Not three? No, that's two. That's two. That's two. Yeah. So this All I need is you in the background, like in my music class, saying, Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> you right about that? Hey kids, you think he's right? Do I don't he's think right? he's right. <laughs> and then they turn to me and they go. Is he right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so this, see the size of the bottle that I have here? Yes, it looks like a... This is a mini... It is how many milliliters? Blah, blah, blah. Milliliters. This is 375 milliliters. Now, see how they do this? And this isn't the king's measurement. Oh, king's measurement. The king's measurement. Um, that That's what I go hunting with. I take that bottle with me up in the tree stand. <laughs> And I'll usually if you drink it all, do you throw it at the do you throw it at the deer or something? <laughs> well, you just you just fall asleep, and then all the animals live. <laughs> no, there you go. <laughs> you make a lot of happy people with that and one. Usually, <laughs> usually getting out of there because we take. Well, I'll ride a four wheeler out into the middle of the woods, and and I sometimes I, sometimes I can't the find middle the of the woods. I can't find the four wheeler when it's time to go. It's <laughs> terrible. No, seriously, I'm I'm very responsible. It almost sounded like you said, I'm very irresponsible. Well. Okay, hold on. Listen. All right, what listen. Do you got? What do you got? This is for you. Yes. Oh, gosh. Uh-oh. I took you somewhere. Yeah, it always takes me to somewhere else. 
Like it's here. Press this and listen. What do you have? Oh, this is. Dude, it's taking you someplace again. Oh no! Oh god! Okay, never mind. I'm done. Forget it. I see what you were trying to do there. I was trying to have you hear the 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 Phrygian. So you know what we should do. You know what? When I when we finally finish the new bamboozle studio, because as you can see, it's coming along nicely. It's, it's, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll we'll just set up like a we'll give you like a Paul Schaefer spin chair. Ooh, I like that. Right, and then we'll just just do different things. You know, have you tried your uh, reposado yet? Mike? I have not. Well, let's get to it. Try not to pour this one down the drain, okay? Actually, I poured it in the toilet, and <laughs> okay. There'll be no uh, stains in the toilet, I'm sure. Oh, that's fantastic. That's delicious, right? Oh, my gosh. So you've never had the um, Casamigos Reposado? No, I have not. This is... That and the um, Casanoble uh, Anejo are delish. This one is extra delicious. It has like a sweetness to it. The sweetness is the thing that gets me right there. Yes. Yes. Come on, son. Yes. Yeah, the sweetness of tequila. Oh, there you go. Right there. There it is. Spanish Phrygian. Yeah, see, there's, there's your, 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 your third, your fourth, your fifth, your sharp five. Yes. Your, uh, were, they, were they doing a, um, a uh, one and a half, what would you say, that, a half step above the one as well, raising the one? You mean a um, well, a half step above the one would be a would be a flat nine. A flat nine? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. No, you're right. A flat nine. So a flat two. Yeah. A sharp one. A sharp one. A sharp one. Doing the battle of the. Uh... Uh, so, anyways, Mike, um, how are you doing today? Well, we're coming to the end of school. Um, we have about mm, probably about four weeks left, mm-hmm. um, and this is the time where we uh, kind of go into a holding pattern. Uh, it's been difficult. I hate to use the word difficult because it's overused. It's been, I hate to use the word challenging. Right. It has been a exercise in creative thinking in order to be able to teach, uh, with teach without having music be hands on. Okay. So, but at this time of the year, we usually all the, all the classes watch a musical, you know, whether it be a Disney musical or whether it be a standard one. Um, I got the, I got the okay to show our eighth graders Hamilton. Okay, um, and Hamilton is pr- is pretty intense. It's a wonderful, wonderful musical. We're showing that. Some of the kids are watching High School Musical. We got Moana. We got Aladdin, uh, Singing in the Rain. All these different ones that we show. So you're you, so you'll you'll play the you're, you're playing portions of these. Well, I play the, the whole thing. Oh, you play the whole. How how long are they? Well, some of them are like uh, some of them are like an hour and a half. And you can get the kids. Well, to each focus. class is forty five minutes. Well, they have no choice. They have to do whatever I tell them to do. <laughs> Uh, drop and give me twenty. No. So what happens is, you know, for you know, and most of them were pretty excited because, like last week, we did a I, we did a ramp up to it, which is we we talked and studied about a music theater, then we talked about Rodgers and Hammerstein and Gershwin and, and Bernstein. Okay. 
And then we went into the musical, you know, talking about how does musicals work. You know, music in a, in a movie is used to augment the action, augment the scenes. It's meant as window dressing and background to put in the background. With a musical, songs propel the plot forward. They help in character development. Okay. Also help you understand where th- what is happening within the context of the musical. So it's important, the placement with, um, so singing, dancing, mm-hmm. all of that is integral as far as the musical is concerned. Of course. Drastically different from a regular movie. Mm-hmm. So I, for- I make the kids specifically listen to the songs. You know, what, what's happening here? What's happening with the character? What's, what are they doing? What are they going through? Oh, right. so you, you, you're, you're tying the scene, you're, you're, you're introducing what the musical influence is on, the, like as you said, the, the character. scene, the character. In, in, right. Okay. So I thought, like, we were watching... Star Wars. It, no, we were actually watching Hamilton last week, and I said, you know, in, in King... So I, I don't think you've ever seen it. Let me turn this off for a second. It's making me crazy. Um, so I don't... No, you haven't seen Hamilton yet. Did it make you loco? Uh, oh, loco and da cabeza. <laughs> so the, uh, there's King George is played by this, I don't know, the, I forget the name of the guy. Okay. He's phenomenal. Hmm. And he plays King George exactly the way you would expect him to be played. So uh, what happens is the... Uh, after he gets done, he does this whole scene. You know, he's, he, he does this song and talks about how, you know, he had an agreement with the colonies and how they broke that agreement and how he will send the greatest army over in the world to destroy them. He goes, I will, I will be there when I shoot, when I kill your sons and daughters for what you've done. Okay. And then I stop for a second and I go, and what happens? A bunch of farmers beat the greatest army in the world. Yeah. And everybody was like, I go, think about this. They were all, everybody was from different countries, came over. They were farmers. They were trying, the colonies were trying to make a way. The greatest naval power, Mm -hmm. the greatest ground forces were beaten by a bunch of farmers. By a bunch of farmers. And that was the value of the Second Amendment before it was even written. Imagine that. Against tyranny. Against tyranny. Thank you. It's not a a permission to go hunting. And... The whole point of the Second Amendment is to guarantee the right that we already have. The whole point of the Second Amendment is that it, sta- it backs up our God-given right to defend ourselves. Sure. We already have that right. The Second Amendment... Um, <laughs> no. Gosh, trying to be so serious. No, that's good. No, the carry-on. Yeah. So, and then the Second Feel Amendment... Feel mute that if you like. That's, yeah, no, go ahead. I, did, I no. muted it, smartass. <laughs> um, so the Second Amendment just backs that up. It Second Amendment doesn't give us the right. We already have the right. We already the have right. the right. right. Correct. We just, it's just what method we choose to uh, defend ourselves and, and Nobody keep... Nobody wants to kill anybody. Correct. But if somebody comes into your house and tries to threaten your family... Well, guess what they're going to come in contact yeah, with? Yeah, sure. Well, uh, you know, unless you live in Massachusetts and they expect you to run out of your house. Or, or, or have, a, have a meaningful conversation right, with them. Right, try to talk them out of it. So I don't know if this yeah. gun is going to be equitable f- toward you. <laughs> right. <laughs> or we could even remove the gun factor from it and say, you know, even, let's say you had a knife or a baseball bat or something right. and you had to defend yourself. Are you still supposed to not engage this person as, as they ransack your house or attack your pets or something it's crazy oh no it don't even crazy. think i mean it's but right. even beyond that 
the Second Amendment was against a tyrannical government, against a government. They already they came from that already. Yes, they knew what what was going to happen. They had the they had the foresight to understand what was going to happen down sure. in the future. Ultimately, the people the people make the final choice. So they give them the option to vote. And if, if if when they vote, they are supposed to settle things um, amicably. Wait, you with mean, voting? You mean we legislate? We actually legislate, oh, and we did have. We this, le- did we legislate wearing masks? And we and no, we we were, <laughs> we, were, we were told what to do with those. Um, <gasps> so we are expected. You know, we're supposed to be able to vote and and mm-hmm. get the right person in or people in and out of um, office. Right, and. Um, if that doesn't work, then, you know, there's always the, you know, if they come for you. Right. I'm just saying, and, and thank God that doesn't happen anymore. Oh, of course The not. voting thing always works. It always Nobody works really well. With it. Yeah. And the other thing is, is that the government would never come for you. Ever. They would never do anything no, against its own people. Not. No. So, and if you, and if people out there, I, I'm sure there are some of our dear friends that are rolling their eyes. They are, yes. But the simple fact of the matter is, the Second Amendment is there because it's we the people. Correct. It's for the people by the people, mm-hmm. um, and it needs to remain that way. That's nothing. That's nothing radical. That's our Constitution. Yes. But they're, now they're trying to sell it as like that's radical. No, it's been there for 200 and some odd years. Right. And it's worked. Fine. And it's worked quite well until Facebook. <laughs> until satellite uh oh my gosh until so did you hear so elon musk has been equated to a modern day tony stark okay. he has created tesla one sure. of the greatest electric vehicles yep he's coming up with that god that transportation system it's like called the loop yep. and he's working on something else and some of the um Gosh, golly, the poor cast on Saturday Night Live. Some of them were triggered because he was going to be on the show and they didn't want to appear on camera or on stage with him. Oh, I did, this is the first I've heard of this. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Really? Yes. They didn't want Elon Musk? Some of them. They didn't want to appear on stage with him because they were triggered because he's, you know, white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or whatever I don't know. Oh no, they they they, they were pretty clear about him being so the, your, so your you standard can, patriarchy white male type thing. You can't have a white guy on. Saturday well, I, Live I, anymore? I just I think that it. it's because he. I, I don't. It. I okay. I'll be honest with you, and I'm saying this is all sincerity. I don't understand half of what's happening. Yeah, neither do I. I don't. I, I don't get it. Elon Musk. He's he's a genius. Absolute. He's genius. a genius. I don't care what color he is. Do you know what company he started and ended up selling and made PayPal. Oh, he did. Yes. He was PayPal. Yes, Good for him. Was. Good for him. And now look at him in the yeah, Tesla and yeah. the in the and the, 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 the what's he do? What's it called? The rocket ship thing? Oh, SpaceX. 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 Right? Yeah. Wait, I better make sure that's right. Yeah, I don't want to give somebody else credit for it. Have you seen some of the automated uh, launches and landings that he's he's uh, yeah, SpaceX. SpaceX. Yeah. yeah, and then Tesla Motors. But regardless of the fact, it's not that. So I, you know. I don't get it. Like, what what happened to being, what happened to just having someone on that disagrees with you? Or he doesn't even doesn't even disagree. Why is it just? Why does everybody only want one flavor? I I don't. And that's what it comes down to. And I'm not saying that to start something. And God, you know, please understand. Why do we have to one have one flavor? Why is everyone insisting that we all agree on the same thing all the time? That's not how this country has ever worked. And and if if 
if somebody's disrespectful towards a different idea or a right. different person or, or whatever it is, then 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 there's a problem. So um, the problem that I see with the story you just told me about SNL having a problem with Elon Musk because I don't understand. I still don't understand the white thing, but um, that um, that's disrespectful. Oh, that's, I think it totally that's, is. That's that's. Terrible to 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 do that to a person because of their color. It's terrible. So let's let me let me get this a little bit. Uh, so you need some facts on this. So here we go. I'm going to get some things. So Musk, who's mixed message with public comments about COVID vaccine, have drawn criticism. His anti-union stances. He will guest host on SNL this Saturday. It wasn't embraced by all the cast members. When Musk posted Instagram message about his upcoming appearances by asking, "Let's find out how live Saturday Night Live really is." Um, some of the cast members are like, "Well, what the blank does that mean?" Um, uh, wait a minute. Aren't, aren't the cast members? Aren't they employees? Or maybe that's part of the union thing. They think if they banded together, they could. You know. Anyways, well, go ahead. Well, here's another thing. SNL's AD Bryant. I don't even know who that is. Apparently, yeah. someone important. Then retweeted a message from Senator Bernie Sanders calling out the moral obscenity of the fact that the fiftieth wealthiest Americans in the world in the world today own more than wealth than the bottom half of our people. But he does. Of course, Bernie Sanders doesn't talk about the three houses he owns. All right, and, and and I'll be the last one to call somebody out on being su- successful. Whatever Bernie, I don't think Bernie ever held a job, if I remember correctly. But anyways, he's never also never passed a piece of legislation either. Well, but you know what? He made one hell of a meme when they were doing the uh, inauguration with the mittens. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do have to give him props for taking. And he, you know, the mittens what? were great. The only thing I have to say about him is he walked the walk. He sold all those T-shirts yeah. and they gave money See? to something he believed. I mean, all right, I, I I respect that. So so here's the thing: when um, so SNL cast members will not be forced to appear alongside the Tesla billionaire. All right, um, please. But at the same time. Uh, a former SNL or Seth Meyers says, yeah, you know, it's going to be exciting too. He's the richest man in the world. How could you not be excited for that? Sure. Even just to sit down and have a conversation with him for about 13 seconds. I've never, so I've never understood this. And I say this again in all sincerity. Why we're against someone who happens to just happen to hit it right. Yeah. And make millions, maybe even billions of dollars. Why do we hate on them so much? Because people are afraid, they're afraid of him. They're afraid that he's not. He's more the more important person in the room. That's that's that is. Um, they're they're afraid. Insecurities. That's the SNL uh, cast insecurities for their own stupid, selfish reasons. Rather than bringing this genius man to the stage and doing skits with him. Break his balls. Bre- he would pro- he'd probably be the funnest Absolutely one to, to Absolutely break his balls. Think of the skits they could have done with SpaceX. And the whole thing, and instead they're too mired in their own self-righteousness. Yes. And the thing is, is that I was having a conversation with someone the other day about Thomas Jefferson. And I said, look, Thomas Jefferson one, wrote one of the most important documents ever written, <laughs> the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. Okay. Sure. And you know what? Yes. He was a slave owner. Yeah. Yes. Owning slaves is wrong. However, 
when you think about the time when it occurred, it wasn't back then. They, that doesn't make it right. I'm not correct. making that it thing right. It I think it's it terrible. Right. It's a part of our history that kind of makes me go, God, I wish it's we part, didn't it's have part of the It's part of evolution that people, you know... I, Think about like the English that had slaves that were white white slaves. Or, right. So or, America or didn't have their marketing on slaves. Slavery was happening centuries before we ever and came ever along. Ago. Yeah. Still, it, again, it, doesn't it, make it right. It doesn't make but, it right. Correct. So, I had a friend of mine that I knew in California. I had put. I, there was a quote by him concerning the Declaration of Independence, and all she wrote to me was. Yeah, well, that's great for a slave owner. I'm like, so it's the this is only what I, thing they hyper focus on. This is what it's I want terrible. everybody to do. Every single person out there within the within the sound of my voice, you have done some wonderful things: family, friends, your work, and that's amazing. You have done, maybe you've created things, maybe you've invented things, maybe you've written songs, you have performed, you've done, you have given to charity, you have been maybe, you know, I know pastors and preachers and everybody out there. Think about all of that. And the one or two things that you did wrong now negates every good thing you've done. Yeah, that's... And that's exactly what cancel culture is all about. Yeah, sure. It doesn't matter what you've done well or good. What matters is what you've done wrong and how you can be destroyed. And none of it makes sense. And I will argue with anyone about that. Sure. Yeah. I can will not be defined by what I've done wrong. I will be defined by what I have done right and done correctly. And in the fact that if if you admit you knew what you've done wrong in the past, right there, and you and you're seeking forgiveness, mm-hmm. and you understand, mm. you want to you want to maybe some religion. We could talk about you know yes. the, the origin of everything. Mm-hmm. But you know, you think about uh, you know Thomas Jefferson. Um, I, unfortunately, he owned slaves, and and um, it's I, it's terrible to even think about. I mean, the whole concept is just right. awful. Yep. But. He, he knew it was wrong, but it was just something you did. And and I'm, not, I'm, I'm still not saying it's okay. No. And he he probably, most definitely being the the smartest man as far as I'm concerned that walked uh, uh, in this country. You know, at that time, yeah. At that time, um, he would totally understand and and. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. The one thing you said is seeking forgiveness. Now, we can desire to have the forgiveness of another individual. We ask for um, our God to forgive us. Whatever the case may be, the fact that you acknowledge, okay, this is what I did was wrong. Well, these people are dead. They can't acknowledge what they've done wrong. Sure. Right? And Thomas Jefferson, the only, you know, owning slaves was wrong. Sleeping with slaves didn't seem to bother him at all because he was a bit of a player. Maybe he he loved some of his slaves i mean I, and I, I hate to use the term slaves but you know a, a person that was under his i i can't listen i'm not going to pretend and try to make this thing sound we're not trying know, to make it sound no, good but what definitely I, the not. simple fact is is that definitely not you do something you do something wrong are you going to let that define you or are you going to go and seek forgiveness and try to do better and that's what it comes down to but right now society will not allow people to Correct. do that they say one singular thing wrong and they are ripped to shreds and they're crucified and I don't understand that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sad. So, um, there you go. Let's, let's bring the, it's Cinco de Mayo, Mike. 
<laughs> and I didn't mean to get. I mean, we kind of went on that tangent. Yeah, but that's okay. We can we can we can go on. I, that. And I and I give. I, I, we talk about these topical things to give people to to think about. I don't know everything. God, I, honestly, I don't know anything. And but <laughs> <laughs> drink more tequila makes you smile. No, no. Oh, okay. Hold on. <laughs> but I, I I just want to understand that there's got to be two sides to everything. There isn't one way. Uh-huh. Well, there. Oh, God, I don't want to get about involved in that right now. But there, there's not. There's not just. There's different ways of thinking, and we have to accept all of those ways, or we have to be understanding of them. We don't. Have to, we can only accept what we want to accept, but we have to be more um, open. I think. Sure. Yeah. If that's and, a, if and I'm, I'm saying it I'm right. I'm open to. Oh God. Uh, you know some of the some of the the, the more uh, logical things. I don't know. I, I, I get it. I get a lot of the, some of the opposing arguments against things that I I think I I, I respect what they're saying. Right. And um, I don't. I kind of understand it, but I don't. I think it's I think it's just over overpowering and and trying to wash away some of the more important things. You know. I don't know. And I and I, a lot of times it's a a lot of that stuff is a distraction. Did you know that only. Ten percent of those people who do ten percent of the people who use Twitter do one hundred percent of the posting. Ten percent of people that use Twitter. This sounds like a commercial, right? <laughs> do one hundred percent of the posting. I believe it. Yeah, I have it. Listen, I have a, a tweet account. What do you call it? Twitter. I have one of those, and I think I think Twitter. I, and there's a there's a blue mark. You, yes, you got a blue mark. Are you, I I got, ha- no, dude, I have a blue mark. I have a blue mark too. I, you know, you know who got me? You know who set me up with blue mark? Is was Mike Wengren. Oh, really? He goes, he goes. Hey, Sean, you're on. Well, he didn't say. He didn't say, Sean, you're on Twitter. He goes, Twitter. Hey, Sean, you're on Twitter. You Twitter. know, you know, Midwest guy. But he, um, he, he verified me. I think that's called verification. What, tell me what is this? What is this again? You're handing me. A, so Mike is just handing me a pastry right now, made by. Made by, would you say Sally's mom? No, Sally. Oh, Sally made this. She made this today. Ooh. Listen to this whistling. <laughs> this is great. So this is a... She made it. So this is today's fresh. It, it was made like six hours ago. Oh. And it is a chocolate cinnamon oh. muff-like roll. Oh. All right, here we go. Here we go. There's too much yeast in this. I'm kidding. <laughs> I looked at, did you see my look? The look on your face is great because you told me a story. Sally, this is fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> too much I'm yeast. I'm kidding about the yeast because I knew there was a yeast thing. <laughs> this, is, this is amazing. Yeah, she she was so worried. This is her. She does a monthly baking challenge. Oh. And she was so worried about it not like passing muster. She's passionate about this stuff, oh, huh? Absolutely passionate this about is like, baking. And she does not fool around. The reason why I'm 20 pounds heavier is during the pandemic, <laughs> she did not stop, but she made she made like n- non-stop sandwich bread yep. and um, the uh, flat, not flat dough, what's it called? Flatbread. Pita bread? She yeah. made flatbread. Const- okay. And it... Oh my God. I can't stop eating this. this is no, I know. I ate one and a half. I went. I so I after school I go over. You ate could, one and a half of these? Yes. Ooh. Well, it was a smaller one than that. I give you a really big one. Um, 
after school today, after band, I went over to visit her for a little bit before I went home and started working on the uh, podcast. And uh, wait a minute, you worked on this podcast? I showed up with tequila. That's <laughs> well, that's all you need to do. I'm the <laughs> remember, I'm the word man. I'll take care of the words. So I I, uh, I went to uh, I went is, to her this place. Is unbelievable. And I walked in and I'm like, oh, it smells really good in here. And I look over the corner and there's the. Here, I'll wrap it back up for you. All right, you get, no, no, I'm going to have, have some more. Yeah, right. Are you shit me? I'm not done yet. So I go over and I taste it, and I'm like, I, I'm like, this is really, really good. So I come to find out it doesn't have a ton of sugar in it. You know, okay. it, it's, it's, um, but the way she made the, she used like a lot of like chocolate and cinnamon. It, it's very flavorful. Hmm. Uh, <clears throat> that is really good. Yeah. It's pretty solid. I have tra- one for tomorrow you know with my coffee. What kind of chocolate she used? You know what kind of chocolate? Uh, she's, I'm assuming, and she can correct us, but I think it's like a semi-sweet chocolate. Okay. Or it could be just regular standard chocolate. I, I don't know. Can she, we? Can we? Can we? Like enter her into contests and make money off well, her she, somehow. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> she she does her she does a Sally's baking challenge, which is Sally with a Y as opposed to her Sally with an I E, and uh, she does it every month and she takes a picture and sends it in and then she gets posted on the on the website, and really? it, she does it every month. So she makes a um, she makes the flatbread and does the Caprice flatbread. There's still tequila in there. I know there's still tequila in there. Um, it's ridiculous. The sandwich bread. She'll go out and get me like fresh lunch meat, and she'll make a big thing of fresh bread, and then this like the sandwich is like. It's Wait a like, minute! So she'll make sandwiches with the sandwich bread. Yes. Oh my god! Seriously? <laughs> that's why I. That, that's why. That's funny. All your wrinkles went away. That's because my face is right. bloated from eating so much <laughs> dough. <laughs> you get the cure for wrinkles. <laughs> Just keep eating. Stretch everything out. <laughs> Keep eating. <laughs> Wait, I'm uh, talking. Uh, yeah. So, if anybody's listening, that's not drinking. Shame on you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this, this is uh, this this reposado is very very good. So good. It is fantastic. Fantastic. You know what? That sweet we after, it's that sweet aftertaste that gets to you. You know what you need? We need to bring in as a guest. Who? And I've been thinking about this for a long time. Is Daryl Barnes? The guy he played bass for Muggsy for a while. They call. Him, I remember Daryl. Yeah, okay, call, okay, call, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the greatest guys. He's an amazing bass player, and his favorite word is guess what? Muffin. No, no. Bass. <laughs> well, that's his second favorite word, and probably the third favorite word is muffin. But no, Fan- <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> so his license plate. Yes. It says fantastic. Does it really? He says fantastic every third freaking word. And, and I love the great. <laughs> we got to get him on because he, he's got so many interesting things. He was a butcher for a while. So really? Yeah. So you, I never, you could, I, I never met a butcher. You could literal, literal, literally get him, give him an animal. No, obviously a carcass of something that's been carcass. Then that's been harvested. Harvested. Harvested a carcass. <laughs> and he could cut it up and, and actually and, and make it make uh, supermarket sense. Anyways. <laughs> supermarket sweeps. There you go, Daryl. Hi, Daryl. How are you? Ooh, what do we have now for music? I don't know. I mean, this We're going to do, you know, rumor has it that if you do um, eight seconds. Eight seconds? Eight okay. seconds. There we go. Well, let's cut a, you got a timer right here. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo I have the five. 
Here we go. Eight seconds. That's it. Was that eight seconds? <laughs> it was eight seconds. So you can start it again. because it's, oh, it, it's a new eight seconds. One, two, three, four, five. Everybody in the car. What's this called? This is uh, Mambo Number no. 5 by Lou Bega. So I remember this song. B Street used to do it. Did you really? Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. We did. Mike, you in a band? Stop it. What's the, what's the, uh, what, what, how, how do we find information about you're, the band? You're the worst friend ever. <laughs> well, you, you said it. I just mentioned it. Go, come on, do it, do it in the voice. I play in the B Street Bombers. <laughs> Bstreetbombers.com. <laughs> All right, see, we're going we're gonna to do a commercial. We got, by the way, yes. just so everybody knows, things are really getting better. Oh. Last year, we had 12 gigs. They were knocked down to two. This year, we've already booked seven. That's, that's great. All outside. Who cares about outside? We're all, we all, we're all vaccinated. Take, it's, over. it's over. It's take done. Take your damn mask off. It's done. <laughs> Every, vaccination. You know, so yes. we have to talk about last night. Please, so please we do. were up at Grande, Mexico. So by the way, not to interrupt you, but I'm going to. Last night, it, it, and, I, and, I, and I hope the, uh, um, excuse me, I hope the health department, I mean, <laughs> it's the, 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 I know it's terrible. The health department better not be listening. But anyways. So wow. I marched my ass into the restaurant that we all sat at Narrow last night. behind. And I did not wear my mask. Bum, bum, bum. I marched in. I got looks from people with masks. Of course you did. So I'm almost ready to let the, um, let the people that need to wear masks feel nervous. Because you know what? I'm vaccinated and I'm done with it. And anybody that wants to wear a mask, good. Have good. at it. Let them. Let them. You know what? And if people don't want to get vaccinated and not wear masks, they are adults. They have right. the choice. They can make that choice. And that's the end of it. I mean, it, it's okay. You know? So as far as the health departments and whatnot, putting the squash on business with masks and separation six feet, blah, 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 stick it up your ass. It, it, it's over. It's done. <laughs> Hold on. Wait. I got to do that. I was walking into Grande, Mexico. And I didn't have a mask on. <laughs> Everyone was looking at me. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> what a heathen. So, so I, we were outside, and I look over, and there's a, there's a woman walking up, and she has a mask on outside. And I see she's with her husband, and I'm like, he doesn't have one on. I'm like, what, what's going on? It ended up that I knew her. She was the, uh, I used to work with her. So we're talking out there and everything. And then the next thing you know, you know, we go in and we meet up with everybody. And I have to admit this, yep. and, I'm, and I'm being completely honest. As I'm sitting there with everybody, all of you, we have years and years of going out, hanging out. I remember looking around and I thought to myself, this is really weird. Seriously. It didn't feel... You said it. You said, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. I feel like, so this is exactly the conditioning that they want us to feel. Tonight, I'm driving through Haverhill. Governor Baker, Charlie Baker, said. Just keep going. I don't even it's know, okay. I don't, I don't even know what I'm playing. If you're outside, you don't wear a mask. And there were people, more people were wearing masks outside than weren't. Because they were scared. That's okay. That's their right, too. God bless you. So wear your mask all you want. 
the suspense was just terrifying. <laughs> what is because this? The COVID just floats. The COVID floats through the air. Right. Ooh. It creeps up on you in the sunlight. <laughs> With the wind blowing in the opposite direction. Right, with the wind <laughs> it will find you. It will attach itself to your face like the face hugger from aliens. It'll go in your nose and make you poop. Down into your lungs. <laughs> what is this? I, know, I just pulled this up on the web. This is great. It's great, right? This is <laughs> so, I'll be honest with you. You no, want to no, you want to wear a mask? Go ahead. Yes. I'm not going to say anything. And I'm not but shitting on the people. Do not get up into my face if right. I'm not wearing one. Yeah, right. Uh, and don't even think about it. And <laughs> and I'm definitely sympathetic for people that have you know the you know there's a lot of really bad so, shit that happened with COVID. Of course, when we talk about this, we're not unsympathetic to those who have passed. Mm-hmm. We're not unsympathetic to those who are still sick. I feel terrible that there are those who are still suffering even right now with it, but it's tanking across the state infections, deaths are bottoming out. I firmly believe in six weeks, Mm -hmm. we're going to have moments of zero everything. Um, Unless they find ways to amplify the uh, the non infections, you know, kind of like we did a lot of other different things. But, oh, right. Uh, but I, I I just don't see the benefit besides controlling people. You know what they get what they get out of this. I'm with so, you on that. I just <laughs> was that me? What's was this it? one right here? Hey, <laughs> hey, hey! What was that? What was the the joke about? Um, how popular uh, COVID was in... Co- co- what's the joke about because they'd be Dublin? What's the oh, jo- boy. <laughs> All I can say, because they'd be Dublin. <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> I'll be here all week. Thank you. <laughs> now... Back to the show. Your, your jokes are so dreamy. <laughs> That's you know what? This may be the most um, bizarre episode we've ever done. And it's actually, it's kind of freestyle when we weren't trying to be freestyle. Oh, I have a freestyle uh, a song in here. You do? I oh, think God. I do. Where is it? Is that the- uh, yeah. Remember this? Holy crap. <laughs> so this is what we do when we just make shit up and just drink the killer and go. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> must have been high when I did this. <laughs> It's, listen, this it's in the bank here. I love this. I, you know, I haven't uh, <laughs> I haven't listened to this in a long time. But, but that's a clav. It's clavinet. Clavinet. I freaking love, love clavinet. the clavinet. Oh, so good. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I came home and I had like an idea and I'm like, all right, I started working on it. I'm messing around. I'm like, ooh, I can change like the octave. I can change the octave pitch, I, the octave on the uh, on the vocals. Why wow, you you didn't you didn't speak that normally that low, freestyle? Well, you know, 
the golden voice. The go- <laughs> I, so I was there was a there was a girl in high school named Rhonda. Uh-huh. She was the first one who picked up on my voice. I'm sitting there one day and I'm like talking to somebody and she taps me on the shoulder. She says, Mike. She goes, um, say the alphabet. And I'm like, Did what? you did you say did you go the alphabet? No, I didn't. I went <laughs> You mean like A B C D? She's like I'm like, all right, so then she's like slower she's like wow i'm like what <laughs> she's you don't, she goes, you don't realize you the sound of your voice do you i said what about the sound of my voice she says now don't get the wrong idea about this but it's oh really sexy oh boy I well, said, well, how what idea are you supposed to get on, on, out of that well you know what you need to do is set up a get it set it at your house <laughs> under your couch no, right no a, a set of double 18s <laughs> With a, with a Macrotech 2400 oh. and don't even know with a Macrotech 2400 with a low pass at about I don't know 60 hertz and no. just speak into it and just sit there alright alright so that was that was weird I know. it was a little weird it is a little weird okay yeah. hold on hold on wait wait oh gosh yes the base old- how low can you go love that we got it together, didn't we? There it is. There he is. Nobody but you. <laughs> and me. Oh, I love Barry White. Did you set the timer? We got it together, baby. <laughs> right? Genius writing. Genius writing. Oh my gosh! Freaking Barry White. He absolutely so good. Sl- one more, one more thing. So good. One more. All We're right, gonna do eight good. seconds here. I did more like twenty seconds there. Okay. I've heard people say. <laughs> Can you imagine that? I actually. Too much of anything. I'm a little aroused. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. I'm going to turn that off now. That was a yeah, good idea. Dude, uh, that so voice, that voice, that delivery. He was Barry White. He's uh, still alive? No, Barry White. No, no he's not. What do you got? Was that it was me. <laughs> yeah, baby. Come on. Bring it on. This is like, what? I'm, uh, the suspense is killing me. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, listen. Right. Think about. I mean, listen. I mean, I had no idea where that was going. <laughs> wait, does it say the year on that? No, it, it doesn't. doesn't. No. So it's got to be sixties or seventies, right? Seventies, absolutely. That those were real people playing those instruments. Wait, you mean people play musical people instruments? People play. They actually play musical instruments. <laughs> Oh, um, here we go. Wait, before we uh, depart here. Uh, part, uh, part right, on, wait, part on. This is it right here. This. Hold on. Ooh. This is Barry White's orchestra, the Love Unlimited Orchestra. Boy, they got chops, huh? Can you imagine playing that? I can't even. I'm tired just thinking about it. 22 million listens. Is this is this the song from um, Blue? Is it that? Oh, the, the guitar. So, how? You know what? I swear, I think 
This is a perfect example of a bipolar podcast. Um. Okay. Because we don't. We're like two entirely like different things. Yeah. Just whatever. I'm we're just jumping I'm just, around. Constantly. I, I, I'm just rolling around with it. I like it. Listen. I. It's fine. It's good. It means we're <laughs> we're whatever. And before we leave, I would just like to dispense this of one of my favorite songs. Mike, finish your tequila before you angry. Right, are you so you're not going to drink? Oh, you did. You pounded that. You're not going to fin- you're not going to have any more of the goat piss. Oh God, no! God, just get this away from me. This All is right. The, yeah, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of that. But do you, want, do you want some Revel or do you want some more? Of the I'm air? good. Hold on. So responsible. Hey, this is radio station WSKE. We're taking calls on the wish line. Here we go. Making your wacky wishes come true. Hello? I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. I wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat. Those are the baseline. I wish I was like six foot nine. So I can really leave her. She just don't know me, but yo, she's very fine. You know, I see her all the time. Everywhere I go, and even in my dreams, I can scheme away to make her mind. Cause I know she's so good. Oh, I'm so good. And he plays ball. So how am I gonna compete with that? Such a laid back crew. So laid back. So when I play, so the a lot of the uh, eighth graders who play basketball, they you listen to this to get like pumped get, up. Get, yeah, sure. I played this one time, and every they're all like this, just getting into it, <laughs> just getting Hell into yeah. it. <laughs> oh yeah, that's you a know, jam right there. We're gonna, we're gonna do some more jamming on the on the. Remember that there was an MTV bus. Oh boy, here we go. Another one. Another great freaking track right there. Right here. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Think about the timing. The timing is just... So good. So good. So good. Back before he was a host. Back to Cali, Cali, Cali. I'm going back to Cali. I mean, I don't think so. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Cool J, right there. So we, we did stuff cool from uh, Skilo, uh-huh. um, Young MC, LL Cool J, giving them props, only playing their songs because we want to give them credit for the influence they had on music. That was some good stuff right there. I just, you know, I want to make sure before like people get crazy we play we play music because we honor the musicians and the performers out there who have made an impact and that's one of the reasons why we do it It, it, because we appreciate everything that they have done do you appreciate me on the impact i've done on that tequila bottle i we could do more in compact compact. so no listen i concur i'm with you on that yep (laughs) yep so what do you think? Oh, take take is, this big boy are, out. Are we doing this? Yeah. Oh man, I hate to see it go. I mean, I'm I'm starting to have some fun. We started picking up some steam. I'm gonna bring back. <laughs> Listen, don't forget it's Cinco de Mayo. This is the, the, the origin of this entire day. I mean, I woke up this morning and I felt like a million dollars because it was another amazing day to consume some <laughs> delicious. As you said. I woke up this morning. I was. I woke up this morning. And when I woke up this morning, what's, what's the second thing that popped into my head after I thought of you know? 
I thought about the the uh, Casanoble that you and I had consumed last <laughs> night at the unnamed. And bar. I and I woke up. I woke up this morning totally fine. Well, because you only had that, right? It, I had two. Oh, but you oh, did you have a glass of wine when you got home? Did you? Uh, yeah, actually, I had two. <laughs> I don't know how you woke up. Okay, after that, I felt great. I got up. I, I you know, I, I did the, you know, you and I in our CPAP machines. Yes. I, oh my God. I, I did that. I did that for like a nice three hours. Yeah. And I woke up. I'm like about five thirty. I'm like, all right. I feel pretty good. Went yeah. down, took a shower, had two cups of coffee. Mm-hmm. Sally and I head out the door, and we're. Uh, hey, you know, w- when we can finally go to Nam again. Uh, all right. I can't wait for Nam. Can't wait for Nam. So uh, when we finally go to Nam, if you and I share a room. We'll only bring one CPAP machine. We'll put a T in the pipe, and we'll just. <laughs> That's a little too intimate for me. <laughs> if the power went out and you and you start smelling my breath, oh god, oh it would be god. almost as bad as if I was laying next to you. Yeah, and I don't want any of that. <laughs> we already shared a room in Vegas. <laughs> oh, we did in Vegas. We shared. A, well, okay. So here's a story, really quick. All right, we we're the doing bi- the, the bipolar. Keep going. Keep. We're, we're, we're doing the Nam show, <laughs> and. Um, I'm. I have a room with Jamar now. Jamar is Jamar. the best roommate ever. Because mm-hmm. so we crash four thirty a.m. Who comes walking through our door completely naked? Who? You. I no, I did not. Yes, you did. I did. You were totally. You were no clothes on. At four thirty, then why would why why would I do that? Because y'all just come in from the Gonzo drumming like insanity, and you were out all night. Wait a minute, shame on you guys! Because the door was open. I remember the door being open. <laughs> so you remember that? I, then. All right, kind of remember that. I remember waking up and I'm like, why am I seeing his ass? <laughs> Because I don't want to wake up to that. And Chamar's like, he gets up and he's like, I hear him go, what the fuck's going on? Um, I remember that. That was the night, I think I slept in the car. I slept, I so, so Stu and, and Dave and, and Keith, they, uh, they rented a minivan, cause, which it made sense, so somebody could drive right, to and right, from, right. you know, which nobody really drove because we couldn't. But I, <laughs> Not but I, re- I remember getting in the vehicle. Um, trying to find the lights to get because I wanted I need I wanted a nap. Of course you did. And I put the lights on, but I put the headlights on, and I went in the back and I went to sleep. And I woke up in the morning <laughs> and realized that I was in the wrong everything. Oh my god! And I killed the battery in the rental. It was a caravan or something, right? And then I it was probably six. The sun came up, and I was like, <laughs> screw this. Then I walked. Then I walked back to my room. Oh my gosh! And went to bed, and then. Uh, so you guys always stay at um, Raffles, Ra- yes. The, the, <laughs> so the Best Western Raffles. So yes. my favorite thing about going out there with you guys is I go and I'm like a mile down the road. It's like nine a.m. I'm ready. To, like, oh, I'm you- up and I come knock on the freaking door and every single one of you look like ass. Well, because we're we're disasters. You know, I went and I go and I have my uh, I have my. You uh, want some more? A little bit. Be, all right, just. A I have like I have my like nice breakfast, and I come down. and You guys are, go walk downstairs with your like oh, nasty ass toast and cereal. Oh, disgusting! <laughs> like powder, powdered eggs, powdered eggs, <laughs> sawdust uh, sausages. Oh my god! I mean, in. And I, and I kept I'm like, guys, come over, have like, have like, the, I have this like huge breakfast buffet, and you know, I walked down there, I'm like all alive, I'm like, yeah, let's go to Nam, and you're all like, <laughs> I, I just, yeah, well, 
Remember, not last year, but the year before, Pacey and Dimitri. Holy shit. Stayed in, in our room oh, with God, Jim Rose. Yes. And I'll tell you what. <laughs> when I woke up to hearing the sound of water and, and, and Justin was pissing in the corner of the room. <laughs> Apparently, he's got an issue with urinating in strange places. And Dimitri was in, right, ne- right next to where he was, right? He was unbelievable. Dimitri goes, he goes, dude, dude. Dude, what are you what are you doing? Stop pissing. Stop. And I woke up to that and I was like, what is the water noise that I hear? And it was and he, he Justin didn't even know he was doing it. I'm, you know, that's part of the th- I wonder if he pisses all over his house when he's home. Well, he's got I got I got to say so turn that down a little bit that oh. music. Oh, so I, I got to say I that he he has a brand new puppy named Tucker. Oh, Tucker that is freaking a doll. thing is Oh my god, I can't even stand it. Every post makes me crazy. Oh, he's such a little cute little animal. So, yeah, so I'm hoping that 2022 mm-hmm. NAM show January. I'm hoping we'll be uh, heading back out there again. I hope uh Fitzpatrick is able to secure the um the room like he always Oh my god, I forgot to put ice so, in it. So, you know Ooh, what I'm going to do some, though? Get some snot to you it. You know what I'll do? What's that? I'll get uh the X and I say that not not nastily at all. I say that with love. I love but your ex. So she, yeah, she will. If I called her and said, "Hey, so blah blah blah," she's like, "All right, I'll I'll set you up," and she'll give she'll go and give me a discount. I'll stay there three days and I pay fifty bucks. She's great. Yeah. She's great. There, she'll, she'll do it. I can, know that. Can she bake? Probably not. Karen? Yeah. Oh God, no. no, right. no. And she, listen, it's it's not a dig. No, it's not a dig at all. But no, no, you know. But, Sally, good. you know what's funny, and I just not to get weird. Go ahead, good. But I, but I, I bet Sally and Karen would get along like unbelievable. So it's funny you should say that. So you know, getting divorced and the whole thing. I one of the things that honestly concerned uh, Karen was that she was worried that she knows that I don't do very well on my own. You know, and she was worried about that, and she's like, okay. you know, I'm worried right. about you being by yourself. Blah 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 blah. And at that time, I had. You know, we were, I was out of the house and we were, we were getting divorce proceedings going on. And I had, you know, I had just started like having lunch. You know, I'd meet up with Sally and her sister and we'd have lunch. Sure, and I just started sure. kind of getting things going. And finally, when I broke it to her, I'm like, look, it's okay. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. And she knew who she was. Yeah. She was like completely relieved. Well, that's nice. I mean, Karen, she's very, she's, she is a wonderful person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and, and the thing is, is that I, she's helped me, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of like get of on course. my feet and everything. And there's, there's no ill will. There's absolutely nothing negative. She's living down in Texas, living the dream. Are we going to, are we going to do, are we going to oh, go visit gonna, and broadcast yeah, and do a thing? Month. I'm going to, I'm going to book the tickets. You, if I take care of the plane fare, you take what, care what of the, you want, whatever you want to do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think we should totally if 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 we can do this, yep. we should totally do a podcast from Texas because one of my exes used to live in Texas. Well, so she said that Black Rifle Coffee Company is right around the corner from her. Um, I don't know if we could get an interview with. Uh, I don't know if we could get an interview, but the the, ta- the fact that there's a ton of microbreweries down there. I like beer. Yes, I like beer. I think it's time to go. (laughs) All right, let's get let's kick this thing out. All right.
There it is. G Money, lay down. Oh, lay yeah. Down. Yeah. <laughs> To thank our guests. Thank you. We didn't have any. We'd like to thank our sponsors. We didn't have any. And to you, all our Bamboozled Boston podcast listeners, especially our awesome people in India. India. Please tell your friends. Seek us out on your favorite podcast platforms. Ask them to subscribe and give Bamboozled Boston a five star rating. Also visit our website at www.bamboozled.boston to connect with all of our socials, email, send us feedback, and any suggestions you may have about our show. From here at bamboozled.boston, please safely keep your glasses bottoms up and see you next week. Oh, by the way. Boost news. Every week. We had a little hiccup. We're going to start that nah, back up again. It. It's gonna, it's <laughs> fine. And you will love it. So go out on our website, listen to our podcast, because you're awesome. Thank you, our fans, and we will see you next week. Mm, beer. <laughs> yeah, buddy.